Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane, Sh- oh, Kane, Shane, and Nelly back with you again. I can't talk right now. Um, and we're continuing Debbie Month. Now, you know, we we hit on why 2023 is important. We hit on some um, important position battles and kind of why they matter at different schools um we have a different task on this one right i think a lot of different places you're going to find a lot of talk uh, about all the top players right but i think one thing that doesn't get touched on enough is what happens when all of those players are gone right what happens when uh you're in year two of your devi league it's not year one anymore we can't just do a startup mock draft it's not it's not that easy. We can't just, you know, take Bijan at 101 and then hope to hit a few others in the draft, right? Um, so this time, uh, Nelly, what, what did you do to this spreadsheet here? So what I did was I found some 2021 uh, Devi ADP, and I took all the top 60 players out. So as if it was a 12-team, five-round uh Debbie draft in 2021. So, so this is depleted both with some incoming rookies and also some continued Debbie players. Yeah. So that's, that's the big thing. Like you're still going to see, um, you know, some, some players that didn't get drafted in the Debbie ranks, but are NFL rookies. So you might hear a little bit about that, but this, this is something that um, we've heard a lot about in the discord that they want a resource. They want to hear something about this and what it looks like when all of these are combined and the top players are just gone. Um, so the best thing that I can do right now is I'm just going to pull up my rankings because I, of course, didn't get ready for this, even though I knew what was happening. Um, so as I pull that up, make sure you uh, you check out our guest because this is Devi Month. So we are continuing with the guests here. Um, so this is our good friend, Kevin, at Du Bois on twitter so make sure you uh you go follow him over on twitter he is an analyst for football guys he's a co-host of the Devi royale podcast um so make sure you check out everything that they're doing especially their uh their patreon as well make sure you check that out kevin thank you so much for joining us we appreciate you uh hopping on with us right now hey man i'm glad i get an invite anytime i can i love coming on here and talking to you guys my guy nelly's here i get to talk to him for the first time in person so um, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to do this mock draft. I think you're right about this. Everybody always talks about the first year, not the second, third, or fourth year, and that's a tough. That's tough to distinguish between. I I wouldn't say we're you know we're not dealing with the top brass in this Debbie league. You know what I mean? Like the the players that are in here, you're like, ooh, you know, think, <laughs> the well dries incredibly quickly 
it's quick you know um so we're gonna talk about all that and we're gonna have conversations about all those and and as always when we do our uh Devin mock drafts we feel like we can squeeze in just one more round we're gonna try to get through that round as quickly as possible and we're gonna see how many rounds we can get through right now um and people that are in the discord i know you guys always ask hey did you like write down that mock draft anywhere? This time we did. It's on a spreadsheet, so Nelly can actually share it. Normally, we just like do it in the Whoops. private chat on the stream yard, and like people are like, do you have that? No, we lost it. Like, if you could go back and listen to it and let us know who we drafted, that'd be great. Um, but but without further ado, we're just gonna get into this uh, because I decided I wanted the first pick. I'm just gonna go. Um, so I'm going to make it really, really easy on myself. I'm going to take Quinn Ewers. Now, this is with the assumption that uh, that our league drafted really, really early because we're degenerates, right? So we drafted before we knew Quinn Ewers was going to uh, reclassify and, and be in college football a little bit earlier and go to Ohio State. So I'm going to take Quinn Ewers, the uh, quarterback at Texas. I don't think we need to uh, talk about him too much, um, but he has every single tool that, that you could possibly want. And let's hope that uh, uh, Texas is good at football again. So, Kevin, you're up at the 102. Yeah, you actually uh, you kind of screwed me there because I thought Quinn was going to be there for me. Um, yeah, so looking at the board, I'll take Kenneth Walker just based on draft pedigree, where he's located, location. In these drafts, when the player pool is like this, in the first few picks, if I'm early, I like to pick someone that can help my NFL team out because there's a reason why I'm picking at this spot. Um, so I'll take Kenneth Walker here just based on value and just based on the board. Hey, I'm with you. Nelly, you're up at three. Yeah, so I'm going to dip into the NFL here again following Kevin's lead. I'm going to take Jamison Williams here. Now, he's not my favorite wide receiver prospect, but the fact of the matter is he's a top half of the first round draft pick who the NFL viewed as the best wide receiver in the class before injury, uh, according to many reports. So I think that locked in draft capital and the opportunity that comes with it and the talent that's assumed with it, I think that's too hard to pass up here. Uh, yeah, you're up at four. That, what do you want? That was my board exactly. Those top three picks. So now it's between like an unsexy rookie or a sexy Debbie. It's like which which one do I want here? Uh, so uh, worth I'm, mentioning, we're drafting super. We're drafting super flex tight end premium. Just yeah. heads up. Yes. Yeah, so uh, because of that super flex, I will. I'm a boring guy, so I'll take the unsexy Kenny Pickett quarterback from uh, now with the Pittsburgh Steelers from Pitt. At four, I mean, it's a round one quarterback. There's no other quarterback in this draft uh, that I can say for sure is going to be a round one NFL draft pick. So I, I think to get that in a depleted draft where if I pick it up the 104, I probably need a quarterback pretty bad. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take that over some of the sexier receivers or running backs in the Debbie side. You don't sound excited, excited Shane. Like you did not like excitement with that pick. You know, I, I, th- I think us two Pittsburgh Steelers fans in here don't ah. have the excitement with that pick that we were hoping to have, but uh, I'll take it. Well, that leaves me at the 105. I think this is a, a relatively easy pick. I don't think there's there's like an NFL player that uh, I want over Xavier Worthy, wide receiver at Texas. Um, also, now I have the uh, stack of Quinn Ewers and Xavier Worthy, so I'm basically uh, believing that Texas football is going to be good. <laughs> Um, 
Well, I I suppose they don't have to be like really good. Xavier Worthy was incredible with uh, nothing at quarterback. Like it was like the it was like if TCU had a good wide receiver, you know, like <laughs> there's just no quarterback play, so you just kind of have to like guess on how they would do with good quarterback play. Uh, but I'll take Xavier Worthy here. I think he's just a really really good player. Yeah, that's that was that pretty much is the tier for me right there. Uh, you know, and I I, don't, I hate running backs, but I'm gonna have to take another running back because just based on the board and the value that's out there, um, I'm gonna take Braylon Allen from Wisconsin, and he's a kid that. I'm not as high on, I mean, he's my running back three of this class behind Shipley um, and Henderson, obviously. Um, but he, he has, he's just a physical specimen and he's going to get the volume and the usage there. And I think in this point, you, you take these running backs, running backs are gold in this format. I know that these two guys love quarterbacks because they're quarterback, just, they, they just hoard quarterbacks. But I, I think Braylon, you have to get him here in the middle of the first and you take him. And, and I think he's their values in Debbie leagues. I'm going to tell you right now, these top end running backs go quick. You're going to find out real quick when we draft these freshmen coming up here, probably in a second, um, because it's just, it, they're like gold. And I think you have to grab Braylon here. Yeah. This next pick is tough. It's it, for all the reasons that Kevin or set is Kevin just said there. And I think I'm going to, do what he kind of hinted at. And I'm going to, I'm going to dip my toes into the freshman pool. I'm going to go with who I think is the best freshman, who I think the community as a whole thinks is the best freshman. And that's Nicholas Singleton running back going to Penn state. Um, he's very, very talented and he walks into an empty room and he's like perfect size and he has pass catching ability. So he's the prototype for what you're looking for here. Now it's a little bit risky because he's a freshman. We've never seen him play football at the collegiate level yet, yet alone at the NFL level. But I think the upside here is too too much to pass up on. Oh, I think that's fair. Um, man, it, it just gets tricky to, like, balance the rookies with the Debbie players at this spot. Um, I, th- I think I'm going to go back into the rookie well here, and I'm going to take my man Christian Watson, the receiver for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, the sixth receiver off the board – was pick 34 overall. Once again, if I look at the receivers left, Debbie-wise, I don't see anyone that I can say is going to be higher than 34th overall in the NFL draft. Like, some might be. But there's no one that I feel definitively is going to make that. And so, to me, I'll, I'll take that chance on the rookie receiver. <sighs> well... I think we are very close to another tier break. Um, I have one player left in this tier. Um, and it's tight end premium. So I'm going to just try and uh, get as much value as possible. There's actually only one, maybe two tight ends I feel comfortable with in the first couple of rounds here. Um, so I'm going to take Brock Bowers, the uh, tight end of Georgia. I just think that and we we talked about this a little bit at the Devi Summit as well, that like there's two reasons why I think tight ends are going to continue to uh, to shoot up boards is one, there aren't many of them, right? There just aren't are not many tight ends um, that, that are actually going to a be have production in college and b have good draft capital. Right. And then the the, the second thing is um, once people figured out how valuable Kyle Pitts was to their roster. Um, I think that is helping shape 
um, the value of Devi tight ends. So I'm totally fine taking a shot on Brock Bowers here. I know I'm going to have to wait a couple years. Um, I have to wait a couple years on all these picks that I've made so far. But the hope is that their value continues to accrue. Um, and, and they continue to play well. Obviously, a lot of risk can happen. They can get injured. They could not play well. Um, Texas could be terrible, right? Like that could completely change where my team is at in a year. Um, but don't forget that you can trade your Debbie players. You don't have to hold on to them all. You can, you can trade them at any time. So, Kevin, that leaves you at the 110. Yeah, to your point, I, I will say if it's not tight end premium, I don't even draft tight ends anymore because it's not worth it. I just uh, – the value, to me, in my opinion, if a non-tight end premium, it's just you're going to lose value probably. Like, look at Weidemeyer, look at even Brevin Jordan, all these guys that we've spoke so highly of before. And I still love the – oh, I don't love Weidemeyer, but I do love Brevin Jordan. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. So you're right. Unless it's tight end premium, then you got to take these shots because you have to. Um, based on where I'm at, it's going to suck because I know Nelly's going to snipe me after I don't pick him here. But I'm going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. at the 110 just because I think perceived value, especially at the wide receiver position, he should be. I think he's going to battle for wide receiver two on that team. I think Emeka Buka is better than what people like to give him credit for. Um, but I think just the Rose Bowl, what he was able to do, I think that you have to kind of grab him here. There's a tier here. Um, I really wanted to go quarterback, but I'm going to hope that he comes back to me. Yeah, I actually think I'm not going to go where you think I'm going here. Um, so maybe maybe whoever you want will get back to you. I'm going to go with Sky Moore here. Um, listen, like there are guys out there that are going to go in the first round in the next couple years. I am not going to bet on myself to be able to predict who those players are. I'll take Sky Moore going in the second round to the Chiefs with a pretty good profile, albeit from Western Michigan. I'm I'm happy with with the value that he's at right now and and the profile that he has. I'm happy taking that bet rather than shooting for a little bit more upside and taking on more risk here. Look, I might not take a Debbie player in this. I might not. I literally <laughs> might not take a Debbie player in this draft because you guys are just just snatching these Debbie players. And I'm like, like I'll take Jahan Dotson. I'll take the guy that went 16th overall in the NFL draft versus you know Marvin Harrison that played one game. Like I'll, I'll take that all day. Give me Jahan Dotson. And as much as you know, he's he's older or whatever a situation. Like he still was a top 16 pick in the NFL draft. I, once again, I, I just kind of what Nelly said. I as good as I think I might think of myself as vain as I might be in predicting draft capital. Like there's no way I can pick a receiver out uh, in college that's left in this draft. That's going to be a top 16 pick. So I'll, I'll, I'll just take that guy. I forget he went in the first round, you know, like he went <laughs> of all the receivers, <laughs> but of all the receivers that went in the first round, he's not the one that I'm like, yep, he's yeah. the one I remember. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It's fair, so, but, you know, you know, it just is what it is. But let's recap this first round reminder that the top 60 players that in ADP that were drafted last year are taken out of this. Um, so you're going to see a much different list than, than you would see in, in any other draft. So remember that we're drafting this as though it's year two of a Devi league. Um, so we have Quentin Ewers at the 101, 102, uh, running back Kenneth Walker, 103, Jamison Williams. Wide receiver for the Lions, uh, 104, Kenny Pickett um, for the Steelers because he was the best choice they could possibly have made. 
um, other than, you know, another first round running back. Uh, 105, Xavier Worthy, uh, the wide receiver at Texas. 106, Bran- Braylon Allen, running back at Wisconsin. 107, Nicholas Singleton, the running back at Penn State. 108, uh, wide receiver Christian Watson on the Packers. 109, Brock Bowers, the tight end at Georgia. Uh, 110, Marvin Harrison, the junior, the wide receiver at the Ohio State University, Shane. Uh, uh, at 111, that's Sky Moore, the wide receiver that went uh, to the Chiefs. And 112, Jahan Dotson, who went first round, apparently, um, to the Washington now Commanders. Um, so that leaves me at the 201 here. Uh, this puts me in a pickle because there is an NFL player that I actually want to make sure I get on my team, but uh, I think we're going to... You better take him down. Nope. We're going (laughs) to keep holding out is what we're going to do, and we're going to go you know, just down my uh, draft or my rankings here and see who the next player is. Um, You know, maybe I'm the one that's going to snipe Kevin here, um, but I'm going to go with all of the upside in the world at quarterback. And that's Anthony you Richardson. Son of a, yeah. There's, if you look at all, all the quarterbacks that are remaining, right, in this yeah. draft, there isn't a single quarterback that has the upside that Anthony Richardson does. And sure, you can make the argument that, that the chances that he hit, that he doesn't hit that upside, incredibly higher than, than the chance that he hits, than he does hit, right? Um, but, I think you're looking at a player who's going to continue to have a value gain from here until even if he's bad from here until like four games into the season. Right. Um, Because we're going to at least be able to make excuses for those few games. Right. Um, New coaching staff, new system, um, finally getting a chance to start with new players around him, all those things. Right. Um, But man, is he exciting? You can't teach 6'4", 240. You can't teach how fast he is. You Like, it's incredible. Um, so I'm just going to hope that the same tools that uh, got Trey Lance drafted number three overall um, can get Anthony Richardson at least first-round draft capital. Yeah. Yeah, that really hurts me. Uh, that was going to be my pick. But you're right. I mean, the upside is there, right? Like, And if you're drafted in the second round, you might as well take the upside to Anthony Richardson because if he hits, that's the value play. And even if you don't, you can trade him uh, and you have it there. Now I'm going to have to change my tune. I do not want to take the running back that's there because I don't like the running back that is there and um, I, I can't do it. So I'm going to take Trey McBride because it is tied in premium. I'll do the safe pick. Um, we obviously saw what he did last year. I do think that they can – he's a tight end prospect is probably going to have to sit behind Ertz for a little bit, but Ertz has been hurt. He's a second round pick. He got that draft capital. You saw what he did last year, at Colorado state. He was literally their, their offense. Um, so I'll, I'll take him knowing I'm probably going to have to sit on him as an asset, but I think he'll be a, his value stays the same. I, I don't think that it goes down, even if he doesn't play that much because Ertz is still there, but I think they could play some two tight end sets. Hopkins being out. You might see early on in the year, you're going to see a little bit more um, targets his way. So I'll take McBride here. Yeah. So that leaves me with a tough decision here um, between a Debbie running back and between an NFL running back. And I'm going to feel absolutely disgusting making this decision, but I'm going to go with James cook here. Um, yeah. I, I can't believe I just said that. It's very, very painful. I, I'm not a big fan. I don't know if anyone here is a big fan, but there are people that are big fans value-wise. 
Um, he's going in the first round in most rookie drafts, and and that's a pretty good way to test the value. And here's the thing, right? Like, I, I I'll spoil. I was considering Sean Tucker here, and the thought process is, will Sean Tucker go in the second round? Because James Cook is a, is a second-round running back. We don't have to worry about draft capital for him. And I think there's a 50% chance that James or that Sean Tucker's a day-two running back. And that, that's probably optimistic, right? So, like, when it comes down to that, it hurts my heart. But, like, mathematically, it, it feels like this was the right pick. No, I... I think it was a good pick. I was hoping for McBride, so Kevin uh, Kevin snatched him up on me there. Um, so I'm basically just going to ride the coattails of Nelly here because I, I think my I have a very similar decision here between Sean Tucker and an NFL running back, but I'm going to take the guy that's already gotten day two draft capital, and that's Rashad White, the running yeah. back for the You know, mm-hmm. like that's – this is this is where you take that player because I think Rashad White in a year and two years can win the job is going to have PPR upside, um, and I'd rather kind of take that known over the unknown at this point. Uh, so here's the deal with my pick here. Um, I thought there's a chance Shane was going to draft this player, uh, so I'm pretty excited. Um, this is the player in Devi that I probably have more shares of than uh, anyone and i'm ready to get hurt now there are some drafts where mock drafts even where this guy is a first round quarterback in the 2023 class um i don't know if i necessarily see it yet but i think in that offense tyler van dyke i think is going to be good at miami um and i i think you have to be uh um, pretty aware that uh, there's definitely a chance that some things can happen, right? Um, I th- I think he is talented, and I think you're at least going to get enough of a value gain from here to, you know, a couple games in the season. You only really need one really good game from Tyler Van Dyke and be able to cash out with a value gain. So that's my goal here. Take the quarterback. Um, there's enough quarterback lovers in in all of our leagues that you're going to be able to uh, maybe package Tyler Van Dyke and another player and be able to go get someone else. Right, that can help my NFL team right away. So I'm going to take Tyler Van Dyke, and I'm already I'm ready to get hurt. <sighs> okay, I'll just take Sean Tucker. I'll take one for the team, guys. I'll take Sean Tucker at the 206 because I, I don't know what your opinion guy on Sean Tucker is. He doesn't seem like he's that explosive of an athlete. He's okay. He's gotten the volume and the uses at, at, at Syracuse, which is because that team is so bad. I, I do think that he's produced. I mean, if he gets day two draft capital, that's fine. But this is a loaded class. I think there's some guys behind him that could come up and vault, you know, vault in front of him. Um, I'll take Tucker just based on who's left on the board and where it's going. I, I almost took a freshman running back, but there's some question marks there as well. Um, so I'll take Tucker just because of value, but that would be a guy that I'm looking to trade pre-draft. I, I don't know necessarily I want. I have zero Sean Tucker, and I'm a degenerate. I have, I'm have i in way too many Debbie leagues. I don't have any Sean Tucker. There's a reason for that. So I would get him off my roster as soon as he had like one of those 300-yard games against Duke, and then I would try to get some value. That's where I would go with Tucker. 
We are all here for Duke slander. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, yeah, I'll trade for Sean Tucker from you because because okay. I I I am a fan. Um, but I, I get the concern. Like, are we really going to see a good Syracuse running back in the NFL? Uh, probably not, if we're being honest. Um, and that's my way of stalling because I have no idea which way to go here. I think I'm going to go with with Mario Williams um, because we're hitting the point where there aren't very many good bats at wide receiver from the NFL side. So I'm going to take um, what I think is a pretty good upside shot. Uh, Mario Williams transfers to USC with Caleb uh, Caleb Williams. Um the Williams brothers that aren't brothers and they have a good connection. He had a pretty good freshman year at, at Oklahoma and he's a really talented kid. Um, so I, I like the bet here with him, although not that much. I don't feel that good about it. Man. Yeah. T- 208. Um, it's, it's tough. It's just, no one feels good at this spot. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess, I guess I'll take Malik Willis. I guess I'll take him here. I know the draft capital wasn't great, but it's still, you know, in super flex. If he gets, if he starts at Tennessee, he's going to be a fantasy asset immediately. He's going to be a, a QB one with his legs. So I think of the 208 at this spot, you know, is there another quarterback that has that kind of upside uh, outside of the freshman? I don't think so. And I don't know if, once again, I don't know if there's another quarterback that um, even has that day two, you know, draft capital kind of built in. So I'll take him here. Well, one does, and his name is Desmond Ritter. Um, <laughs> he already has that draft capital, uh, somehow better draft capital than Malik Willis. Um, so I'm going to take uh, Desmond Ritter here at the uh, 209 and pray to the heavens he starts a single game. That's basically yeah. the goal. It, it gets a little muddled in here when you're looking at the prospects you're going to go with. I, I get so worried about taking quarterbacks. There must be freshman quarterbacks. As good as we think we are at drafting those guys, we are not good at drafting freshman quarterbacks. Like We just aren't. I mean, it's just it's a reality. Um, so I'm going to – I'm gonna look at my rate. The so the fifty the right, fifty uh, share I have of Jay Butterfield basically tells me <laughs> that we're not great at drafting these freshman quarterbacks. Right? The worst ever pick. I know we don't have time, but the worst ever pick I ever had was I. It was the last round of like a ten round mock draft, or not a mock, a real draft. I picked Hunter Johnson over Joe Burrow. I will never live that one down. Tenth round, you know, ten twelve, and my boy Hunter Johnson, who's back on Clemson uh, somehow. Um, <laughs> Thanks, I'm going to go, go Jaden Blue here. So I'm going to take the freshman running back from Texas. I think just based on the board, based on like what I talked about with running backs, I'll take the value play here. Singleton's my running back one, but I think Blue is up there. And 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 I was close with Emmanuel Henderson as well. But I'm going to take Blue here because these guys, if they pop, even though he's got to sit behind Bijan, who, who's had some injury, and I know they have a better running backs in that spot, he could be that guy that has value on your roster and you can trade him because – Debbie running backs are very good tradable assets. All right. My last pick of the, of the second round here at 211. I'm going to go with a running back here. I'm going to the Debbie side again because the NFL guys, there are a few day two guys left, but 
the ceiling doesn't seem that high. And that's the exact opposite of what we can say for Raheem Sanders or Rocket Sanders, as as those who know call him. Um, he's like 6'2", 220, 225, big dude. And he was a wide receiver in high school. Like he he can catch passes out of the backfield. And he's, he's very agile um, when he runs. Like you wouldn't expect to see kind of the mobility that he has when he runs. Or at least that's what my untrained non-film watching eyes tell me. Um, but the numbers look good too, and that's important. So I love the ceiling that he provides here at, at the uh, 211. Well, I'm going to keep my streak of not taking a Debbie going. <laughs> I, I'm keeping it up uh, for this for Debbie month. It's going really well. Um I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Alec Pierce, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts here. Uh, I mean, his competition right now is like Ashton Dolan and Mike Strachan and Desmond Patman. Like that's who's competing for the starting spot with him. I think Alec Pierce is gonna be a starting NFL wide receiver opposite Michael Pittman. Uh, to get that in a Debbie depleted two twelve guy that went in the second round that has in you know ninety. Seven percent uh, Raz score. Like I'll take the all that upside at this spot. Let's recap the second round here. We at have at two hundred one Anthony Richardson, quarterback at Florida. Two hundred two Trey McBride, the tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. Two hundred three James Cook, the running back for Buffalo. Two hundred four Rashad White, the running back for Tampa Bay. Two hundred five quarterback Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback at Miami. 206, Sean Tucker, the running back at Syracuse. 207, Mario Williams, the wide receiver at USC. 208, Malik Willis, the quarterback at for the Titans, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, 209, Desmond Ritter, the quarterback for uh, the Falcons. 210, running back Jaden Blue for University of Texas. And 211, Raheem Sanders, running back uh, at Arkansas. And 212, wide receiver Alec Pierce at Indianapolis. It's also worth noting that like the schools and teams that these guys are on are not on the spreadsheet. Um, so when you're going through them really quickly, it is sometimes difficult to remember where all of these guys um, are playing for. Um, so like, you're doing you know, good. You did great. I'm trying my hardest. I just forgot for a second where um, Malik Willis played. Um, and I tried to stall enough for the 301. I'm looking at my rankings and I need to update <laughs> my rank. I do. I do not like my rankings right now. Um, there's just a few people that are just, I think, all clustered in, in kind of this range. And um, I just, I don't like what I've got. Um, so I'm just going to redo my rankings on the fly. And I'm just going to accept a bunch of uh, risk, even though I usually do not take a bunch of risk. And I'm going to draft Luther Burden the uh, wide receiver at Missouri. Now I know he's a freshman, um, but crazy talented uh, wide receiver. What like, he's just so good. Um, and the fun part is he's going to play at Missouri. Cause like who else, you know, like, and that that's also the biggest knock is like, who's throwing to him. Don't know. Um, <laughs> so it, is, are they good? I don't know. Uh, we're just going to take Luther burden anyways. And, and uh, hope, that someone can just put the football in his hands. Um, so I'm going to take Luther Burden here and uh, hope. 
Well, lucky for you, he'll be playing at Alabama next year after he gets an NIL deal, uh, which is probably going to happen. Uh, <laughs> but I will, uh, I'm going to take Bo Collins from uh, Clemson, wide receiver, a guy that I was very high on last year. I know that Clemson uh, offense is ass. It's got to get better. You saw Bo Collins towards the end of the last year kind of come out of it. You know, he had 31 catches, 407 yards. He didn't play a ton early, um, but he did look good as he went. I know in the Louisville game, he had a 46-yard touchdown. He's got a good catch radius. I think he can be that guy that, you know, kind of can ex- go over the top of the defense. He's got good speed off the line. I like Bo Collins. I think that he could be the wide receiver one of that team. I love Joe Nagata, but Nagata can't stay healthy, and he hasn't been able to stay healthy this entire career. If Collins can have that relationship, he played with DJU in high school. That's got to be something. He had over 1,000 yards his junior year. Um, I'm a Collins believer, but I, but you know, that often scares me a little bit, but in Debbie, it's not that big of a deal. I think that if club Nick comes in there and plays, I think it'll help him. Um, and, and, and he'll be fine. He'll retain some value. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to dip back into the NFL here. I'm going to go with one of our few remaining day two running backs. I'm going to go with David price or Davis price. Uh, one in the third round of the 49ers. I don't think anyone predicted that. A pretty big shock, right? Um, so people weren't that big of a fan of his of his prospect profile. But bottom line is he's a day two running back to the 49ers. Um, now, don't let Trey Sermon scare you off because they are similar <laughs> prospects in that sense. But Trey Sermon was very expensive last year, and I think we've kind of overcorrected here. Like Tyrion David Price or Davis Price, it's a mouthful. He um, he's like an Elijah Mitchell injury away. Yeah, TDP. There we go. Um, TDP's an Elijah Mitchell injury away from like 20, 25 touches, and he's a big guy, so he'll get some goal line work. So I, I like the value here, even though it doesn't feel great. Well, I'm finally going to take a Debbie, everybody. It's going to happen. Finally, uh, It only took till the third round, so that's positive. I am just deciding how much risk I want to take on with this pick. Um, I'll play this one safe. I'm going to take JoJo Earl, receiver for Alabama here. Uh, a, it's an Alabama receiver who was a high recruit, who flashed some production as a freshman, and I think he has as much upside as any of the receivers, rookie receivers on the board. On the smaller side, 5'10", 177. But we started to see those guys start to produce in the NFL and for fantasy. So I think uh, JoJo Earl, I feel like stock, the value will increase with him, right? If he starts for Alabama, the value is going to increase. And that's uh, that's pretty important. Yeah, um, you're talking about value increase here. And there's I'm trying to figure out do I, how much risk do I want to take to try to get that value increase? You know, I think that's always um, the biggest thing. Oh, I just, I want to make sure he's on my team and not on Nelly's team. That's how I'm going to live my life here. And I'm going to take Devante citizen um, running back at Miami. Now I don't, Nelly was probably going to take him at some point would be my guess. I know Nelly uh, likes him quite a bit. Really talented guy. Not a lot of, uh, you know, there's just not much competition at Miami. There's a few guys. Like, I like Jalen Knighton. I I do. I think um, there's definitely a path for a citizen to be, you know, the main guy there pretty quickly. 
Um, so if if I'm already predicting that uh, Miami's going to be better with a new coaching staff and I already have a guy like Tyler Van Dyke on my team, well, then I have to assume that I'm all in um, for the Hurricanes this year. So I'll take the running back as well. Good pick. I'm going to have to go with – I would be a fraud, and everybody would call me a fraud if I didn't draft this kid. I didn't realize he was still on the board. I'm going to go Jackson Dart, quarterback out of Ole Miss. I, I, I've been a big fan of Dart when he was at USC – you know, he's a good, accurate passer. He has good arm strength. I think his timing's really well. He came in last year for Slovis when he was injured, and he showed pretty good flashes. Then he got hurt, um, and he came off. But I think he, he falls in a, a pretty good situation with Lane. I think Lane's a, a pretty good play caller. I think they're going to have weapons around him. I think Evans will take a little bit of pressure off him. Trig being there is huge for his development. Um, I think having that that cohesiveness with his tight end there, I think he could be easily the target getter on that team. Um, I, I like that team, and I like what he's going around him. I think he he had a really bad spring, so people are kind of down on him a little bit. But spring games don't matter. I, we make too much about spring games. So I, I think based on who's left on the board, this is probably be the last quarterback I ever take in this who's left on the board. But I'll, I'll take Jackson Dart in the third round. Yeah, he, he was who I was considering, but like there, I think there is fear that he doesn't win that job, and that would just tank everything. If he can't win that job, I'm going to retire. Like I, 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 <laughs> I feel like he, he's got to win that job. I mean, you're right. I mean, that would be bad. I, I think that the I think the spring game spooked a little bit of people, but he's got to play better. You're yeah. you're for sure right there. All right. I feel like I have to go with a freshman quarterback here. Um, I think the value's there. The problem is I don't know which one to go with. I don't really have any favorites. I usually just pick up whichever falls because I don't know what I'm doing with freshman quarterbacks. So I guess I'll go with the one who seems like he has the most value, and that's that's Drew Alar going to Penn State. Now, I don't think he's going to start this year, but he's a very clear path to play time next year, which you can't quite say for some of the other top guys. Um and yeah, he's a high recruit at quarterback. So that's the extent of the pick here. I think I think that's the value. Um, so yeah, uh, so I'm gonna go back to the rookies here, and I'm gonna take a guy who could be a starting running back. And if he is a starting running back, then I will trade him. And that is Damian Pierce, uh, running back for the Houston Texans. I know he had the fourth round draft capital, but I mean, he's competing with Rex Burkhead. Like, come on. You know, if, if Damian Pierce has a Michael Carter type of season as a fourth round NFL draft pick, I can trade him for a lot more than I just drafted him for. And I think that's worthwhile at this spot in the draft. The Marlon Mack disrespect is unreal. Did you hear that, Nelly? What the hell? Marlon Mack's back there. Come on. <laughs> what is this? It's good. His one Achilles can do some major work there. Hey. So. <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> i have no idea who to draft at at, at at this point i'm just going to be completely honest i think it is i because i think you're really at the spot where you're just going to go and get your guy right i think um i think realistically a lot of people are in kind of that same range of outcomes um so i'm just going to try to find guys that can either get me a, a some semblance of a value increase at some point throughout the season or i'm shooting for the absolute moon and uh when i'm shooting for the moon i'm gonna go with my freshman running back three um certainly helps when you're one of the top running backs and you're going to alabama um so i'm gonna take uh emmanuel henderson now i i will say that 
there's some people lower on him, and that's because he wasn't really a running back in high school. He was a uh, wildcat quarterback. So I think there's a few things that, that he really has to work on, right? But um, the fun part is there's really good running backs at Alabama right now. So he doesn't immediately have to step into that role and be bad, right? We we have um, Jameer Gibbs there. We have Jason McClellan there. We have, um, you know, Roydell Williams when he gets healthy. You, there's a lot of guys there. Um, but I like Emmanuel Henderson. I think he's a special player. I think he's really, really fast. Um, he's faster than a lot of people give him credit for. Um, he's got long stride. I'm just going to hope that uh, he's the starting running back at Alabama at some point. I like Henderson. Henderson's my running back too, so I, I, I'm I'm a fan of him. I, he's got to put some weight on, and he and but where he went is he already where has put should. on ten pounds. Yeah, so. which is good. I mean, shit, I put on twenty. Uh, so yeah, I would I would say that's the case. I mean, that's where you're looking at. And to your credit, to your point too about like uh, if you're in a draft, you're kind of new to this. Know that this is uncharted territory for everybody, even us that do this for you know whatever this is, hobby, living, whatever. I uh, like it's it's difficult because you have to gauge value and you guys are very good with value here. Like, do I take Tolbert here or do I take Evan Stewart? Because Tolbert's on the Cowboys and he can realistically be the wide receiver too. And you could have some value there. Um, but I, I like upside and I like risk. So I take Evan Stewart. I'm going to take Evan Stewart from Texas A&M. And I, and I, all I hear it. My, I hear it all the time about Texas A&M wide receivers. And I hear you because I got burnt on Demas. I get burnt all the time, but this kid has athletics he's just a special dynamic athlete man like and when you look at what he did with his with all his track stuff texas 5a state medalist um you're looking at his speed 10.58 in the 100 like he's a dangerous weapon if they could find a quarterback he would he would be very good i don't think they have found that quarterback yet i know wigman's there but i know that they're not jimbo's he's too scared to start him so Max Johnson is, is, is a terrible quarterback. So that's what I worry about. But Stewart is a very good athlete. And I think that with that value, he's my wide receiver one over Burden. So I'm going to take him here. The Haynes King slander right before my eyes. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot Haynes is still there. I, my bad. Uh, he broke his ankle, so it's hard to remember him. <laughs> no, I like that. I, I'm ready to fade the, the Jimbo noise, too, and also get hurt from that. Um, I think I'm just going to keep stacking freshman quarterbacks here because I'm not going to hit on all of them, but I'll hopefully hit on a couple. Um, so I'll go with Devin Brown here, who's not the next highest guy in the service, but some people in this industry are pretty high on him. So his value has gone up pretty high uh, in Debbie circles. And you just say Felix's name. Well, right? it's you not just Felix, Felix, though. It definitely is Felix. I, Felix, Felix took him over. <laughs> he took him over. Uh, he took him over Ewers, who's the 101. So I guess I'm getting the 100 here. Um, but no, listen, he's at Ohio State, right? And and that's a good program to be in if you want to get NFL draft capital. So so I like that he's got some mobility to him, which I also covet. So um, I'll I'll just keep stacking these freshman quarterbacks. Shane, last pick in the third. Is is this the last pick of the draft? Or we, are we uh... um, if you guys want, we can roll through the fourth real quick. But it's got to be like real, real quick. Like lightning speed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we might as well do it. Let's let's move. Let's yeah. do another round. All right. Then I'll you know then I'll, then I'll take Kate Klubnik. I'll take the other freshman quarterback just to spite Nelly and take the best. My number one, my number one overall pick in my twenty twenty five mock draft at draftcampton All right. So three hundred one. 
wide receiver Luther Burden at Missouri, 302. Bo Collins, wide receiver Clemson, 303. Uh, TDP running back at 49ers, 304. Wide receiver Jojo Earl at Alabama, 305. Running back Trevante Citizen at Miami, 306. Jackson Dart, quarterback at Ole Miss, 307. Drew Alar, quarterback at Penn State, 308. Damian Pierce, running back at Houston, uh, 309. Emmanuel Henderson, running back at Alabama, 310. Evan Stewart, wide receiver at Texas A&M, 311. Devin Brown, quarterback at The Ohio State University, 312. Cade Klubnick, the quarterback at Clemson. All right, let's try and move through these as quickly as we can um i don't like this pick but i'm gonna go with uh cardwell out of uh oregon the running back you serious <laughs> how can you do that to me kane um the same reason that i did it to you in a draft and you didn't trade for him. <laughs> Next, i've made you the biggest cardwell fan <laughs> yeah um i'm gonna take tolbert here because i'm a dallas fan and i think that he could realistically have some run at the end of the year and if you take him at the fourth i'll take that i'll take second round nfl wide receiver tyquan thornton bold <laughs> i'll uh i'll pick my man jelani woods here and hope for that tight end hit all right, 405. Um, that means I'm going to take – this one doesn't feel good either, but um, I'm going to take the big boy Branson Robinson out of Georgia. Good pick. I, I'll stick with running back here. I'm going to take Devin Neal from Kansas, 5'11", 215. I think that he showed some flashes last year. Um, I know he won the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week and did those type of things. Like, I think he could have some value if he can get drafted in that day two range. Yeah, I'll go with another freshman five-star here. I'm going Ty Simpson out of Alabama. Another good place to be. Shane? Um, I'll take Parker Washington, the forgotten guy who was a stud when Jahan Dotson didn't play in the last game. That's true. He is for sure forgotten. I'm going to take the guy who feels like one of the oldest players in college football, and I'm going to take Hendon Hooker and uh, just hope that Tennessee's good. He is the oldest player in college football, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, I'm, I'll take, uh, you know, looking at the board, I'm going to take uh, Michael Trigg, Ole Miss tight end, tight end premium. I'll take him um, and hope that, that that offense is good this year. Yeah, you sniped me there. That's where I was going. I'll take the last freshman five-star. I'll go Connor Wayman <laughs> at Texas A&M. Not a good place to be, but five-star quarterback. I'll, uh, I'll I'll save my kind of sleeper player for, I, who I took in the Debbie Summit. I won't take him, so you have to go listen to the Debbie Summit. But um, uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jaheim Bell here. Uh, his mom just followed me on Twitter, so I feel like I have to I have to take him. The family follow is a little nerve wracking, Shay. Oh man, it's not it's not good. It's, it's not it's not good. There. When they like your stuff, you're like, oh, I'm in trouble, Jay. Um, Jackson Smith, the Jigba's brother's out there. Be careful what you say about JSN. His brother, <laughs> his brother is not kind. Luckily, I'm a truther, so he likes me. But there are some JSN's brother is not kind. <laughs> well, I, we went through that one real quick. Thoughts on just rolling through a fifth round, just just for, just for hoots and ha-has. Do we want to roll through round five real quick? Yeah, whatever. Let's roll. Yeah, sure. Might as well. Let's do it. Um. So that leaves me with uh, 
uh, another running back. I'm going to take Jarquez Hunter. Auburn. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to take this kid because I'm a Michigan fan. I'm going to take Blake Corum at this point. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm going to go with Brian Robinson. Really kind of boring pick, but third round running back. It's worth it. Yeah, th- then I will take the guy I took uh, at the summit. I'll pick Dante Bemis, who was getting going to be a top, probably top fifty NFL draft pick before his ACL tear. Um, that leaves me on the board here. So if I go by my rankings, which I don't like my rankings right now, I'm going to take uh, Jaden Bray, wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. Ooh, love that. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'll take, uh, I'm going to take my guy C.J. Williams out of USC, freshman wide receiver. I think he could do well on that offense. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Will Levis. I don't, I don't like Will Levis very much, um, but a lot of people do for some reason. So I'm going to hedge my bets there. It's just Nelly taking quarterbacks here. <laughs> what, it what it sounds like. He's going to take Will Rogers to his last pick. <laughs> yeah. I will not do that. He does not run. I don't like that. Um. All right. I will. I feel like I'm just setting on like crappy rookies here. Um. I'll I'll take Tyler Algier and hope he wins that job, and I can flip him in Atlanta. That's fair. I was gonna do that. Um. I'm gonna also this. Is this the first time I'm taking an NFL player? Uh, but I'm going to take Keontae Ingram, um, the now backup at Arizona, um, because Connor has been hurt before. So why can't he get hurt again? All right. I'm going to take Oklahoma running back Javante Barnes. I think the freshman kid came in. He had a good spring. I think he could take that job. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, he's going to be, he's going to compete for that job at least. I love that pick. I love that pick. I'm going Lorenzo Styles, wide receiver at Notre Dame. Um, had a blow-up game in their final game of the season, and I think he's going to lead that offense. And I don't think it's going to be particularly close. I think he's going to be their best wide receiver by far. And Mr. Relevant is going to be the oldest player in this draft, Ellis Jones Jr., <laughs> starting wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. I get a starting wide receiver with the 5-12. I'll take it. Isn't he a month older than Hendon Hooker? That's certainly <laughs> what it feels like right now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they both basically had a semi-pro team there. So That's I do think it's worth gonna... pointing out. Sorry, Kane. I, just, I wanted to point out, I think something interesting about these drafts is I like going Debbie towards the end because you can pick up the NFL guys in, in waivers after the draft. You can't pick up the Debbie guys after the draft. So I like using that strategy for these drafts. That's fair. Thanks. Thanks, Nelly, for telling me that beforehand. Uh, that was helpful. <laughs> No, that's that's a good point. It's a really good point. Well, in the sixth round, you know Nelly was going to take Makai Polk, so he would have been <laughs> in the Debbie pick. So, um, I'm just going to recap rounds four and five. Um, I'm not going to say the school because I'm going to try and get through these as quickly as I can. Um, so four one Byron Cardwell, running back. Four two Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver. Four three wide receiver Tequan Thornton. Four four Jelani Woods, tight end. Four five Branson Robinson, running back. Four six Devin Neal, running back. Four seven quarterback Ty Simpson. Four eight wide receiver Parker Washington. Four nine quarterback Hendon Hooker. Four ten tight end Michael Trigg. Four eleven quarterback Connor Wegman. Four twelve tight end Jaheim Bell. Five oh one 
uh, running back Jarquez Hunter, 502, running back Blake Corum, 503, running back Brian Robinson Jr., 504, wide receiver Dante Timas Jr., 505, wide receiver Jaden Bray, 506, wide receiver CJ Williams, 507, quarterback Will Levis, 508, running back Tyler Algier, uh, 509, running back Keonta Ingram, 510, uh, running back Javante Barnes, 511, wide receiver Lorenzo Styles, 512, Velas Jones Jr., wide receiver. <sighs> Crushed it. All right, Shane, that. you want to teach us something? Yeah, because I, I know Kane loves a good mystery, and this this might be like this might be my favorite in history uh, and, and pretty famous one, but uh, Roanoke Island, man, just gets me every time of just what happened. Uh, so it's, it's an Island off Virginia was first colonized by Sir Walter Raleigh. Um, and that kind of failed. So John White set up a colony there two years later in 1587. It was rough. It's an Island. You can't get supplies in. They had bad relationship with the native Americans. So white, was like, okay, I'm going to go back to England. I'm going to pick up supplies. I'm going to come back and we'll be good. So he leaves in 1588 to get supplies. He comes back in 1590. Everyone's gone. There's no sign of them. There's no sign of their bodies. There's no sign they died, lived, whatever. They're gone. Carved into a wall of the the, the colony is, um, is, is one word, uh, Croatuan, which is an island off of now North Carolina, they check there. They're not there. Where are they? What happened to them? Nobody knows. Um, the, some people think they assimilated with Native Americans. Some people think they were massacred. Um, there, there's no evidence of really anything. Archaeological evidence do- doesn't come up with anything. It's kind of tricky because there was the colony two years before, so it's hard to differentiate. Um, they have not found a living descendant of anyone there through DNA still today, like nobody knows what happened to these people. Their bodies never been found. And uh, it gets me every time in, cause there's so many conspiracy theories you can go down the well. So I, I always enjoy a good Roanoke Island story. Well, found out what I'm Googling when I'm laying in bed. Uh, so <laughs> glad we had, we got that mystery solved. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for that. That's super interesting. I'm going to have to look into that and get back to you on the secret yeah. shoppers. Uh, portion of our of our discord um, remember we do host a free discord um there's tons of people there where i think we're over 570 people in there right now um so make sure you're getting in there um it'll be in the description of where we're listening to this podcast it is completely free so make sure you check it out we can talk about devi uh redraft dynasty c2c any of those things uh, darren one of our guys is going to uh, help us even make sure that we are smoking meats correctly um, so make sure you check all that out. That's going to be all on the Discord. So uh, make sure you check that out. But let's get into our buy, sell, and our unknown stock here. Um, I'm going to just rip off the Band-Aid first. I think one person that I'm buying, which um, was probably a buy, someone's buy a few weeks ago, but it's Trevante Citizen. Um, he has just flown up my rankings. Um, I think he is just so darn talented. I think he was a little bit lower on the rankings because I didn't know where he was going to go right away right this offseason we didn't exactly know where he was going to uh land uh, but i'm totally cool with landing spot i think he's gonna be really really good um for miami so um definitely have him as a buy um a sell for me um is you know every tight end outside of brock bowers and michael mayer and Devi. 
Um, I think you're just accepting so much risk other than those two. Um, and if I have any of the other ones, I know I have shares of Trig. I'm going to be uh, trying to shop um, him before this podcast comes out. Um, so if you did get an offer for me where I sell Michael Trigg to you, sorry. Um, my unknown stock, um, you know, is someone that I think is a little exciting. Um, it's Corey Rucker. Now, I know we're talking about people that follow us on Twitter. Uh, Corey Rucker does follow me on Twitter. and We've talked a few times. Um, I like him a lot. I like his talent. I just don't know what that offense of South Carolina is going to be. Right. I, I feel like they're going to run a lot. We have to remember it's Beamer ball. Right. Um, so it's a lot of running the football. So I'm, I'm a little hesitant about that, but I think Corey Rucker is really, really talented. Um, they definitely have a better quarterback than they've had in the past. Um, pretty much ever in Spencer Rattler. So um, I'm just going to hope that, uh, that they, air it out a little bit and Corey Rucker is able to uh, come down with some deep balls and, and continue to move that stock up. But right now I just don't know what to do with that. Cause I think there's just so much unknown. Um, Shane, how about you? Uh, so lo- looking at this draft, my buys Dirk was Hunter. Uh, Kane, you got him at five Oh one. I love, you know, I love me some tank Bigsby, but th- there's a chance Dirk was Hunter could win that j- job, the primary job there. And we're looking back in a year and like, whoa, you know, how do we kind of forget about this guy? He produced as a freshman. Um, I think he's a buy. And worst case, I think he's just going to stick with value. Um, Looking at this as well, I I know I drafted one of them, but I'm still selling freshman Sands, Nicholas Hedge Singleton until we get like, these, this guy's starting, this guy's getting playing time. I mean, none of these freshman quarterbacks are going to start game one. Like, none of them are. And so I think it's tough for me um, to take them. You know, I, I think about where they started going is fine, but I think in a lot of Debbie drafts, they're going higher. The running backs, I think it's similar, similar issues. So I'm just not a big freshman guy. I'm moving off of those. We'll see if it bites me in the butt here in a little bit. And my unknown is um, probably Raheem Sanders. Looking at this, I think I think it was a good pick. Like uh, Nelly talked about at uh, the two eleven size speed works, but Arkansas. We'll see how that offense is this year. Uh, hopefully, we'll continue to produce. But I'm 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 I think like he he could be a top fifty NFL draft pick. He could be one of those guys that works out really well and goes late. I don't know. I'm just not sure what to do with him. Hey, Kevin, how about you? Yeah, you know, I'm going to stay with all running backs here. I'm going to go, my buy is John Emery from LSU. This kid is really good if he can just get his shit together, right? Like he was suspended, he had those issues, but he's back. Corey Conner being gone, going to Cincy means something. That means Emery is talented enough to take over that backfield, and I think he can. Um, And, you know, he's got the size, he's got the speed, he's got everything. If you just figure out, you know, a lot of these guys, sometimes you just have to bet on that. They, they are going to figure out off the field. And I think he has, I think he's grown and learned. That's what the hope is. It seems like he's doing all the right things. So I would buy Emory. I mean, you know, he could easily be running back four or three. I mean, he can move up in this class with his talent. Um, the other stuff I'd be a little concerned with. Uh, if you look at it for myself, it's Devin a chain from Texas A&M. It always has been. He's too small. He's just too small. I'm just not going to bet on running backs that he is getting valued way too highly in Debbie leagues right now. And I think for me, I'm just going to, I'm going to sell that and just move on from it. And if I miss, I miss on him, but I'm going to get value for him. Um, and in my, uh, I guess my unknown a young kid from North Carolina state, Michael Allen, he's a freshman. He's coming in. 
in prep school last year, you know, he had 1,100 yards, 18 touchdowns rushing. He also had 610 yards receiving. Uh, he had a hell of a senior year. He wide open backfield, and they all talked about him having a great spring. So I would take a look at him. Obviously, it's late. Obviously, he's an unknown kind of that freshman running back guy, uh, but he's a good receiver. He 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 has an opportunity to start early um, in a North Carolina State backfield that's really wide open after all those guys left. Ellie, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to go all wide receivers here. Uh, my buy is on Kane's team. Uh, my buy is Jaden Bray at Oklahoma State. He's a second-year guy. He he flashed early last year, and then he got hurt. But but the thing is here, the number one wide receiver at Oklahoma State always produces. They always do. Last year, I think it was Tay Martin, but before that, we had years of guys who did it for a few times and then were good and good in the NFL as well. Um, well, James Washington wasn't very good, but before that, we had uh, James or Justin Blackman, Des Bryant. I'm sure I'm missing a name there too. So he's going to produce. There's a ton of volume uh, to go around there, and I think he's going to be the number one guy. Uh, my sell is it's Ja'Cory Brooks slash JoJo Earl because one of those two is going to be the third fiddle, and I, the other one's going to be the second fiddle. I th- like I think uh, Jermaine Burton's going to be the number one guy there. And I'm just worried about, like, if if they don't produce next year, their their value is going to drop. They're still pretty expensive, and I, I like both of them, but they're just a little bit too pricey for me at the moment. Um, my unknown stock. Let's see. I don't know what to do with Kendra Miller. Now he's not a wide receiver. I know I said I have wide receivers, but I I, I pivoted. Uh, I really like Kendra Miller. He's a running back at TCU. Um, but I don't know if TCU really likes him. They brought in two transfers. They brought in Imani Bailey and they brought in um, Traylon Smith from from Arkansas. So maybe those are depth pieces. I hope they're depth pieces. He was really good. He was really efficient last year, and he's got great size. But I'm just worried that they don't like him as much as I do. Well, that is our show. Kevin, we just want to say thank you so much for uh, hopping on the podcast and, and uh, yeah. being willing to uh, go deep with us here. In, in this Devi mock draft in year two of a Devi league. So just want to say thank you and want to give you the opportunity to let people know where they can find all your work and uh, everything that you're, and let people know what you're working on right now. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh, you can find me at the Devi Royale. Uh, we have a podcast every Tuesday night and our Patreon. Um, bunch of stuff on there that I won't take time to say on it, but we have depth charts and all kinds of different rankings, everything for you there. And then you can find my redraft and dynasty work at football guys. So uh, my next article is coming out in the next couple of days. I'm taking a look at crowded running back rooms and how you should navigate them in dynasty aspects. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hopping on and uh, to all of our listeners. Thank you for uh, listening and we appreciate every single one of you.